0: Happy New Year from the Courageous Truth Podcast. I'm very honored that you're here today tuning in in this episode. I just take a little bit of time to talk about the phrase, Let's Go Brandon, and what it... And should we, as Christians, be saying this phrase, falling into the cultural phenomena that it is, and uh, what should we do about it? Is there a better way? want to consider a scripture and I want to consider some things around it. So thank you for stopping by. Stay tuned and enjoy this episode.
1: Welcome everyone to the Courageous Truth Podcast, where we strive to live courageously through the lens of scripture and build courageous lives in a world that is driven by fear. Your host is a proud parent, a proud pastor, a proud business owner, and a proud American. Tune in today for your dose of Courageous Truth, and now, your host, Eric Lundberg.
0: Welcome, everyone, to the Courageous Truth Podcast. As always, I am so honored that you have chosen to spend a little bit of time with me today happy new year 2022 is upon us and i wanted to make a episode very briefly to talk about a couple of things that have been on my heart but also share with you the vision for this podcast going forward 2022 um, i've been very encouraged this past year just to see how many different people have listened have tuned in have subscribed to this podcast really all over the world i've seen people in different parts of Asia, different parts of Europe. Uh, I think we've reached about 15 different countries, and uh, that's very inspiring to me. Uh, The whole goal of this podcast is to help everyone who listens develop a biblical worldview as we navigate these crazy, crazy times. I want to open up this episode today with a scripture out of Luke chapter 6, and I believe it's going to be very relevant to a couple of the things that we're going to talk about today. This is what the Word of God says this is Jesus talking, giving his famous Mount of Olives beatitude talk, and uh, basically, what he does is he flips the world's ideology upside down and he begins to usher in a kingdom ideology based upon scripture and shares with everyone who's listening and us here today a new way of thinking and approaching life. This is what the Word of God says, Luke chapter 6, 27. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you and pray for those who abuse you. To one who strikes you on the cheek, Offer the other also from one who takes away your cloak. Do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who begs from you. And from one who takes away your goods, do not demand them back. And as you wish that others would do to you, do so to them. Beautiful passage of scripture. Now, I've heard this passage of scripture abused and saying we should never fight back. We should never take a stand. We should allow people to run us over, take advantage of us. This is not what Jesus is referring to. He's referring to the human nature of revenge. He's referring to the human nature that wants to get even. He's saying, let me be the God of justice. Let me bring justice to your situations my way and not the way of man. And as I've meditated on this scripture, I began to think about a certain phrase that is very prevalent in our culture. And there was a somewhat disconcerting video that surfaced on, I believe it was Christmas Eve with uh, Joe Biden and his wife uh, sitting on a couch or a stage set or wherever they video cast from. And they were taking calls from somewhere uh, random people. I don't know if they checked him. I don't know if it was staged. I don't know what, what it was, but whoever it was that called in, whether he was staged or not, whether whatever happened, he uttered the phrase, Merry Christmas to Joe Biden said, Merry Christmas. And let's go Brandon. Joe Biden said, let's go Brandon. I agree as if he didn't know what that phrase meant. Now for the past six months, there's been a phrase. I don't even need to explain it. That there was a race car driver whose name was Brandon while the crowd at the stadium or the racetrack was chanting F. Joe Biden using the actual F word. And there were chants of F. Joe Biden going around stadiums all over the nation. That certain reporter interpreted it and said, look, they're chanting for you that says, let's go, Brandon. And it caught like wildfire and now it's one of the biggest commercial phrases, it's on every t-shirt, hats, all this stuff uh, that says, let's go, Brandon. And really what it's referring to is F. Joe Biden. Now, I had to look at this as a pastor, as a believer. I had a, a, a believer come to me and ask, you know, should we be saying that? And my question was to them is, why would you say that? Why would you want, why would you say that? And they began to you know, talk about their displeasure and their concern with the President of the United States and some of the ways he was taking the nation that does affect our everyday lives now i, I and as I, I I kind of stepped back for a little bit because it's so easy to get caught up in the cultural movement of this let's go Brandon thing, and I began to think, is it really appropriate to say that and Part of me was like, you know, well, as a believer, you know, we, we want to bless those who curse us. And Joe Biden has been no friend to anyone who is unvaccinated. I have not gotten the COVID-19 vaccination. Um, probably won't get it, at least anytime soon until it's gone through all the trials. There's too much evidence where uh, I think, to me, personally with my body type, it could possibly be a hazard to my health. So I'm not going to get it. But we've seen what Joe Biden has done to jobs, what he's done to the border. We've seen him just completely run over the Constitution at every turn um, and tout it like he is the greatest president in the history. Um, there's a, there, Now going back to the election, which we may talk about in upcoming episodes, we know that there was interference to say the least. And uh, a lot of people question if he was, should have been the president if the people actually elected him. That's not what I'm here to talk about today. Should we say those? What comes to mind is the biblical mandate to pray for the president. Now, do I want Joe Biden to be successful? I want him to be successful at bringing in a righteous agenda. We know that he is very pro-abortion, one of the most radical pro-abortion presidents in history. That is documented fact. We know that he is a globalist. We know that he is a um, he's got financial ties all over the world, financial ties to China, Ukraine, different places. Uh, we know that there is a you know a long list of of uh, racism uh, that Joe Biden has been involved in, Ku Klux Klan. Uh, there's just so many things that would make him just someone you would want to curse. But I I think that we. As believers, as believers, we need to be praying for his salvation. We need to be doing spiritual warfare around him and around his cabinet, uh, mainly around his cabinet, because we know that Joe Biden is most likely being handled. Um, But we need to be praying for him. Now, we need to be doing spiritual warfare. We need to be blessing him because if he is blessed, I mean what am like if you look at it as I mean to have an entire nation hate you, that's got to be like whether you realize it or not, that says a lot about the kind of life you live and the kind of legacy you're gonna leave, and the media can only lie so much, but going back to this go, uh let's go Brandon, should we as believers say it? I believe that there are other ways to that we should use to display our displeasure with the president. I don't like the flags that say F Joe Biden. Um, I do know that it is, what it does is it doesn't help and it contributes more to a culture of disrespect. Now, I don't, I, as, as, as a citizen, I don't respect him. I don't respect Joe Biden. I don't have any respect for him. I don't I don't. But it doesn't help if I curse him, even if he curses me. Even if he curses me and says I'm the source of America's problems because I won't fall in line with his his mandates. Even if he curses me, I'm gonna turn the other cheek and I'm gonna pray for him. Whether he got into the office legitimately or not doesn't matter. Because I want him I want the country to be successful. I want us to be A righteous nation, and as he goes, so goes the nation. So me shouting, "Let's go, Brandon, or f Joe Biden." I do not like the flags. Here's what I don't like: the flags that say "f Joe Biden." I don't like those flags because kids can read, and what kind of world are we growing up in? Like we, we have to realize that our political leaders are not our moral compass. They're not our priests. They're not our savior. They're not. They're, they're representatives. That's all they are. They are representatives of the people to take the nation in a way we feel that they should go. So many people look at them as the savior, as, and I think that that's the way that they've designed it. That state has become the god of our nation. They are public servants, and that is it. Elected officials, and if we don't like them, we have the right to vote them out. and. Voter integrity is a whole nother thing to begin with, but I I just want to think about that. If if you're a believer, and I I do not like <laughs> Joe Biden at all. I cannot wait until he is out of office. I want to vote him out uh, in 2024. I know we've got some big uh we've got in this year actually we've got a big election year for the House and the Senate, and we can really turn these things around if we vote correctly and hold our uh, voting counters accountable. But I just want you to think about that. It doesn't do us any good to curse those who curse us because we become just like them. Now that's different than civil disobedience. We can be civilly disobedient and protest and stand against the things that they're trying to bring in without being disrespectful, without, being, without cursing other people. And I don't think it's a fine line. I think that it's very, very obvious. There is a way to protest. As believers, we have the right to protest, and I think we should. I think we should exercise that right, especially against abortion, against child abuse, sex education that's radicalized in our schools. Anyway, I'm just rambling on here, but I want you guys to consider that as you look at this ever-growing phrase, let's go, Brandon. Looking at the Courageous Truth Podcast in 2022, there's a couple of, of topics that I want to address over the next coming months. I'm going, to try, I'm going to drop an episode every week. Sometimes it'll be Sunday. Sometimes it'll just make sure you subscribe. Hit the, uh, hit the notification bell so that you know when a new episode drops. A um, couple topics I want to talk about. Number one is I want to address white evangelicalism. Let me say that again. I want to address, quote, white evangelicalism, unquote, and why I think that this terminology and this attack on, it's basically an attack from within. It is basically friendly fire, blaming uh, white men primarily for the downfall of our nation. I also want to take a look at Marxism in America, and I want to spend a few weeks, maybe a month, maybe even two, on what Marxism in America looks like, how it is being formed, um, just so that we can be aware of what that is. I've read a, a good book that I'll make sure to, a few of them actually, that I'll make sure to review or, or leave some links out there so that you can further study and kind of see the sources that um, I've been researching from. And then I also want to talk about, and I think that this is important, I want to talk about the 2020 election. There's so many differing views on Was it stolen? Was it tampered with? Um, I think at this point right now, the evidence is very obvious that there was interference, that there was tampering with, that there was cheating going on involved. And beyond whether you like Biden or Trump, I think is irrelevant. I think what it does beyond those two figures is it really is an attack at our republic and the freedom that we have to vote our leaders into office, and I think that it's very, very important to take a look at that we know what's going on, and um, just to make us aware. Especially, I believe, as believers, our job is to always stand for righteousness and always stand for the truth. Always, I believe that the Word of God is is very, very clear on that. Be sure to tune in next week for. Uh, a new series that's going to start, Marxism in America. We're going to look at the history of Marxism, how it is being infiltrated in our ideologies in America today. Very, very important episodes that are going to be coming up. And I think that we need to understand what's going on so that we can navigate against them. It is getting harder. The current is getting harder and harder culturally, ideolo- ideologically, to maintain a biblical. Conservative mindset. We need to stay strong. We need to know what's going on. Knowledge is power. Knowledge, education helps us to stay strong when we know what we're up against, when we can see the tide changing and coming our way. It really, really helps us. So make sure that you tune in next week. Thank you for being a part of the Courageous Truth podcast. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you and continue to take a courageous, Stand for the truth. God bless you.
1: Thank you for tuning in to the Courageous Truth Podcast. We live in a world that is in desperate need of courage and in desperate need of truth. Our prayer is that this podcast will equip and inspire you to live courageously for your family, your community, your God, and for your country. Be courageous in your stand for truth in a world that is completely abandoned. See you next time right here at the Courageous Truth Podcast. Remember, truth requires courage.